Coming up, we're battling divine spirits, but with a spin. Time to let it rip with Beyblades. And this is Most Extreme Podcast. Most Extreme Podcast, the show where we discuss and analyze the enigma that is 2000s pop culture. I'm Jonathan Snowdy. I'm Brett Ellison. I'm Jarrett Whitworth. And today we're talking about Beyblades. Everything Beyblades. Everything Beyblades related. Let it rip. Uh, Today we're joined by a very good friend of ours. Uh, He's also an actor and a competitive speed cuber, Declan Smith. Hi, Declan. Hello. Hey, Hey. glad to have you on the show. Ah, Glad to be here. Yeah, so when I was going through some topics, at one point we had mentioned doing Beyblades, and then once we had a previous guest on uh, your sister, and she had mentioned that, Mm. uh, you're like, oh, Declan knows everything about Beyblades, (laughs) and so I was like, well, we have a guest, boom, very easy. (laughs) Um, Do you have, like, like a background (laughs) of Beyblades? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) When I cough, it sounds like I bark. (laughs) Hey. Stop it, Brett. <laughs> Declan, Man. you already made it onto the podcast, all right? <laughs> I'll um, let you talk. Uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> Hang on one second. Go ahead and start talking. Do you have a background on Beyblades? Um, <laughs> well, I guess Beyblades has a special place in my heart as the first anime that I ever really watched. And, yeah, that's, it's, oh, um, see, I see. love the, like, just shonen tropes. It's great. <laughs> So you've seen the show? Um, not all of it. But you've seen I, some of it. I have seen some of it. So okay. I, um, we didn't really have cable TV, uh-huh. like, but my grandma did. So when I was at her house, I yeah. would watch Beyblades every morning. Yeah. Was it on and Cartoon Network? It right? was on Cartoon okay. Network, yeah. And I, I think it was on Netflix at one point. I'm honestly not sure. It might but, be a Crunchyroll thing at this point. I'm not sure. Um, yeah. But anyway, in, in preparation, I like, went and looked, and looked at like the anime and there's a lot more of it than i knew there was yeah so i'm totally gonna be watching that <laughs> yeah that's yeah there's a there's a bunch but yeah um, mm. uh jonathan jared you guys have any background on beyblades uh little to no background okay on, on beyblades i remember the commercials oh wow i don't even, yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't remember the commercials what I've seen I some just of the, the like the let it rip, you know. Yeah. I know I know that. I, I know the catchphrase for some reason. I don't think I've ever, ever. seen the let it commercial. Rip. Uh, I think I had a Beyblade. I don't really? I don't think I ever like let it rip. I think I just had it. <laughs> just as like a toy. Yeah. You, just, yeah. you let I, it sit. I do remember actually the craziest thing uh, in doing research, I found out that we so we had these like little like action figures and for my entire life I didn't know what they were from. And in doing research for this episode, I realized that they were from the Beyblades anime. I don't think we have them anymore, which is sad because gotcha. they're super rare. Oh, dang it. Apparently. Dang it. Come on. Have I ever I told... I want Beyblade action Have figures. I ever told yeah. you guys... Dope. Is, this is... This is... I'm a... This is what they look we'll like. We'll post it on our they, social media. They look like... Um, I don't know how to describe it other than generic shonen protagonist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might be an yeah. anti-hero. Yeah. Um, Beyblade is definitely a culprit of the, like... 
can you spot the shonen protagonist? <laughs> yeah. It's like all these normal looking people and the one person with the crazy spiky orange hair. Wait, did you see how much they were worth online? Like uh, right now? Yeah. Or I like think you can get, eBay. I was looking up because they still sell them at like Target and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. You can get them. Um, so you can get a stadium. Well, <laughs> no, I the We'll describe figures. what that is in a little bit. I meant the, I meant oh, the, the action figures. How much are those? Oh worth? gosh, that I don't know. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Brett, do you have any history with uh, Beyblades? Absolutely nothing. Uh, out of all the topics that we've been doing so far on the podcast, this is the one that I know nothing about. It was more of a joke than anything, I think, because I think it got big for a while and then kind of died down, and then people were joking about Beyblades in the same way that people joke about, like, RuneScape. I'd mm. be like, oh, man, you want to get RuneScape? I knew yeah. a few people that did RuneScape. I never could, did myself. Never did should, myself. I think we should be doing the rest of these podcasts via RuneScape. Do our meetings on there? <laughs> I've. Uh, I'm, that sounds like a really good idea. I actually I, I, no, yeah. but I mentioned the rareness because I was like, "Have I ever told you guys the story that my granddad got an autograph from Amelia Earhart?" True Whoa. story. Yeah, what? and then lost it, which I was like, "Well, could have paid for all the grandkids." Art imitates <laughs> life. I guess could have could have paid for all of my college tuition, but no. Um, I've I've just found that they were in fact um, these action figures were sold or sold. Um, they were offered as Burger King toys. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Was that like when they, I guess the... Which is another very 2000s thing. I mean, they still like do toys, kid. but yeah. Not to the same degree. No. They've like really Happy drawn it back. Toys. Yeah. Yep. Like toys now are like you get two crayons and a coloring book and it's like... I Sounds go, cool to me. I mean, that's awesome, but I can get that at any diner. It's like not like... Uh, <laughs> One time mm, we went, I went Denny's. to a diner here in North Carolina and, um, my, and they gave you like for children, they have like crayons and, and like, uh, like something you can like basically like draw and, uh, that's all we did. And then we forgot to order. <laughs> <laughs> you just went and messed up the, the tablecloth and left. Yeah. We're like, oh, oh, oh yeah. We finally ordered, but it was, yeah. we had sat there until our, our order was like, are you guys going to do anything? We don't have our food yet. Yeah, well, you never didn't tell me to bring you any food. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, shout out to Elmo's Diner. Really Mm. good. Oh, Elmo's. Yeah, Elmo's. That's a great place. Um, Should we talk a little bit about sort of the history of Beyblades? Yeah. Sort of like the the toy. Right. And everything based together. Do you have uh, some information on that? I have a little bit. Okay. um, So I started... So for me, knowing nothing about Beyblades, this was extremely interesting to me, I think, because out of all the other topics, I have at least some type of background on it. This, I had absolutely nothing at all. So it was interesting finding out about this. Um, but essentially, so the big like starting point is that Beyblades is a Japanese toy created by the Takara Toy Company, and it is based off of an old Japanese game called uh, Begoma. Did you guys look that up? Did you guys, did you guys see that? I saw that. I didn't look into what that was is it just like a traditional top it's basically like battling tops so essentially yeah so which i think is a pretty common idea in any culture that has a top because if it's going to be a kid's toys kids are going to be like what if we made them hit each other right i yeah i can i can vouch for that here's a picture of what here's what the picture of what they look (laughs) like so this is like (laughs) this is this is like original big they're like um they're like are those cast metal yeah so they're made out of so original um Begoma is made out of cast iron um, with a spiraled base. Just like Grandma's um, skillet. Don't watch which, it. Um, kind of led to pro- so the idea is that Begoma is, is like the traditional spinning top game 
and they're made to be small and lightweight so that children could like just carry them around wherever they go. And each top has a cord or a string that's about, it's supposed to be 60 centimeters deep that you use to wrap around the spinning toy. And the idea is that you could like whip it out and then it would, and then the, you would release it with the, uh-huh. with the cord and then it would spin out. I watched some videos of it because Begoma has sort of made resurgence because of Beyblades. So oh. Begoma was like kind of an ancient, not ancient, but it was like a pretty old Japanese toy game. And then, um, like marbles. Yeah, like marbles or something like that. But then uh, Beyblades kind of took that idea and then turned it into Beyblades um, and then made it. And so people were like, oh, what's this based off of? And then now it started to become a kind of resurgence. And, and the Bay in Beyblades is supposed to be short for Begoma. Yeah. Hmm. Like a callback to that. Yeah. And Begoma hmm. is essentially like uh, the goal is to knock each other's tops out of the playing area. So it, the playing area for Begoma is basically just like a bowl, and the idea is that you spin a, spin the person out of the bowl to get the point. So it's a little bit like tops playing sumo. You yeah, get them out so of that's the ring. you can kind of see that. That's kind of what yeah. it looks like. Yeah, it's just mm. kind of like okay. yeah. So it's really cool. And I I I lived in Japan and I didn't see this, but I think this was just coming back as like a cool thing when I was there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so that's so really recent. That, that, yeah, that sort of kind of recent. Uh, but Begoma, uh, so they were yeah, originally made out of cast iron. Um, but now they're more made out of lead. I think it's just because it's lighter oh. than iron. Um, but all of them are essentially designed with uh, a raised letter or a kanji or a hiragana character. Okay. That sort of um, can be anything. Um, so some type of symbol that you put on it. Okay. I think it's rad. I think they look super cool. They do look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Can you really... buy those? I think so. I mean, I'm not unless fishing you have a for sponsorships. Iron. Yeah, and I can definitely see how like the symbol on them kind of correlates to in, with the Beyblades. They've got their own. They all got their little insignias. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's that goes into sort of the creation of Beyblades, where like each of them are distinctively made, um, which we'll talk about, I guess, in a second. But uh, essentially, so yeah, I guess it was around the. I want to say it was around post-war ish, but like Begumai kind of died out a little bit, and mm-hmm. then uh, a guy named. Uh, uh, Tako Aoki, who was the creator of the manga for Beyblades. I'm not really sure if he's the creator of the toy, but he basically turned uh, Beyblades into out of base out of this Begoma, this Japanese to- uh, top game. Um, but the idea that what made it different is that Beyblades is essentially like all the parts are interchangeable. Is it my? T- is that right? Yeah, yeah. So like you can like change the parts to customize how you like it. Yeah, and that, that's that's one of the coolest parts is like taking them apart and filling them, putting them together, right? Mix so and there's matching. a ton. Well, the cool thing about like uh, a Begoma top is that it's like it might have like you know some type of symbol on it for you, but th- like you know Beyblades, you can like change it to how mm. you like it. I guess they thought, like, mm, a top isn't enough of a choking hazard. Let's make it come into smaller pieces. <laughs> if kids are ch- choking <laughs> on... If, if yeah. kids are choking on cast iron, I would be <laughs> a little worried. <laughs> Were you going to say something, Jonathan? I was going to say, I wish I had figured out, because I, I remember very distinctly having a Beyblade, and I wish I knew that they're, like... Because I don't think I ever knew that you could take them apart and, like, swap parts. Mm. That would have been awesome as a kid i think so. yeah is it just like aesthetic purposes like you um, can change colors or well is i it mean like battle bots? i guess there there is definitely an element to where like <laughs> knives come they're, out they're, they are different so yeah. the pieces it would affect how good they are but i mean obviously the most important part and how effective it is is the blader spirit and you know you gotta 
Yeah. So you got to be one with spirit? your spirit. All right, unpack that. So when you're, <laughs> when you're talking about the blade or spirit. There are, of, different, there are different parts of a Beyblade. Do you want to give us a rundown um, of those? So there are different kinds. Like okay. they've had different versions. Yeah. And I'm not familiar with all of them, but the okay. ones that I used um, had like, they've got this little bolt, and then I think it was called like the energy core. And then you've got around that is like the, the that like the metal part that hits the other one. Yeah. What is they? What is it called? The rim. It might be the rim. I don't know. So, something like that. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd put my money on it. it's called the blade. It, the blade. Energy core I, and blade spirit. Yeah. Are too creative well, the, for the, the third part to be called just the rim. <laughs> and then you got like the. There's the, no way. <laughs> I, I should know the names of these. Oh. Just a disclaimer, if you're a huge fan of Beyblades and you were expecting us to go in-depth about Beyblades, you chose the wrong podcast. Oh, this yeah. is people like, I think it's yeah. called The Rim. Someone <laughs> is in their car banging <laughs> on their steering I wheel. They're gonna, the they're gonna come for stuck you. Stuck in traffic. I had the they're worst gonna, day ever listening to when most extreme podcasts. When you least suspect it, they'll let the it rip on the, the police report. We don't know what, what did it Might be the for same sure, person that's but the it looks like the, a blade uh, spirit. Most extreme pot, or so most I, extreme uh, primate. <laughs> Like that. Um, as in, like the spirit of the the blader, you know, who, uh, the Beyblader. Right. The blader. Is anyway. that what they're called? Um, bladers. Well, that's that's what they. That's what you kind of shout when you have like the power up to beat the bad guy during the climax. Gotcha. Yep. Anyway, you shout blader. Um, no. <laughs> or you, you shout. You like. Uh, it's, it's not about uh, like winning. It's about the blader spirit, and then you win. Is. Oh, it's, okay. it's just, yeah. which is a very yeah. classic it's not like, shonen yeah. sort of thing. Yes, part of the cards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so going back into sort of how the history of Beyblades was, so essentially it was kind of it was it started out in the '90s in Japan and was very essentially loosely based off of Pokemon, where Pokemon had sort of become this craze where it was like a multimedia toy conglomerate. And so uh, all the toy, uh, toy creators at Takar Toy Company had seen that success and were just thinking of a way. How can we have a multimedia toy conglomerate and still have collecting involved and, you know, have all these things built together? So that's sort of how it came to be. And as we'll talk in later about the anime, it definitely resembles a lot of Pokemon, um, especially in the early days of how it started. But... Um, yeah, so just to make sure, to, uh, they all kind of launched at the same time, is that there was a, there's the toys, there's the manga, there was the video game, and the anime. There's a video game? There's a video game that, that, oh. that helped launch it. It was on the Game Boy Color. So if you if you want to get a little bit crazy... Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> do we have a Game Boy Color fanboy fan here? I mean, I have a Game Boy Color. So. Still? Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I've only had a Game Boy Advance. But they're cool. I like the just Game Boy Colors. Just a bunch of youngins over here. <laughs> That's true. You are the oldest. Game Boy Pocket. So just so just so I can get this correct, because I did some research, and I might be completely wrong about this. Uh, the names for everything is that the toy is called Beyblades. The manga is called Explosive Shoot Beyblade. The video game that launched when it started was called Jisadai Beoga Battle Beyblade. And the anime that started out is called... Bakuten Shoot Beyblade. Now, if you aren't confused already, <laughs> email us at mostextremepodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> and maybe you should come on the podcast and explain a little bit more. I've never played Beyblade, so I don't know anything. I don't technically know that works. Do you know how to play? Um, I, d- I do. I can have, you explain yeah, how I'm to play Beyblade? I'm hoping for some, so, some war stories um, here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fairly simple okay. in that you've got your Beyblade, mm-hmm. and then 
you, the, um, if you have like a referee, they'll like you know hold their hand over the stadium and be like one, two, three, and then um, let it rip, and then you you, know, you pull the rip cord and the Beyblades go in the arena, which is just essentially a bowl. There's some different ones. Okay. Um, uh, and then whichever one stops spinning first loses, or if it gets knocked out of the stadium, or with some of the newer ones, they like can actually break apart. And so if they, like, oh hit each gosh. other in the right way, they'll, like, explode. That's pretty cool. How long That's does awesome. a typical round last? Um, We're talking seconds? Well. Days? Um, I'd, say, I'd say it would range from, from like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, 30 seconds a minute, something like that, to, right. like, This Beyblade has even. been spinning since <laughs> the 90s. <laughs> it's day three, and uh, the tops are still spinning. My yeah, grandfather's Beyblade it hasn't still spinning. Have, it's, it's also, it's a little complicated when you're trying to play with yourself. <laughs> because you have to launch one of them. And then launch the other one as fast as you can. Right. Gotcha. And because there's a very distinct advantage to being launched second. So what you're saying is is Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, Beyblade in Inception is the best <laughs> Beyblade. Um, I, th- I think that's a given. Um, <laughs> that was good. That was, the best, <laughs> that was the best Beyblades movie ever. <laughs> Have, have there been any other Beyblade movies? Is that our fan movies? theory? Yes, there's, uh, there's one uh, Inception and Beyblade. They've been actually... The universe. I mean, this is going a little bit farther than my Inception-Titanic connection, but... <laughs> does that mean Titanic is also part of the Beyblades universe? Wait, how is that connected to Inception? Because um, at the start of Inception... So, Leo DiCaprio in Titanic, he's last seen like going down in the water, right? Right. In the start of Inception, he's seen waking up in limbo oh. on the beach. And so there's a theory that they're the same. They're connected. It's a continuation. What? How have you never heard that? I don't so, like Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm going to go out and say it. I don't uh, think he's a good actor. But so you wish wow. the bear had finished the job in the rubble. Well, if you have any complaints about the podcast, email us at... <laughs> Jonathan.snowdy at gmail.com. <laughs> Is that correct? That's not actually Okay, my good. Email. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I meant to be like, some other, <laughs> some other guy's going to get a bunch of hate mail. What the? From, <laughs> what's a B-blade? This, uh, um, <laughs> this is Leo Wait, DiCaprio's any... lawyer. I'm here to talk <laughs> about the death threat you made. Uh, are there any other rules to like, can you like, are there any like other points that you can so is it just like you get one point if you knock the other person out, or is so, it? Uh, it depends. Are we talking like casual, just a casual bay battle, or are we talking like tournament play? Let's say like, like if you and I, we just brought our Beyblades out right now and we um, and we battled. What was so, that? So I mean, I don't know of any more complex rules than just you know whichever one stops spinning first wins. Okay. I guess you could kind of apply any kind of like tournament structure to it. I I did watch the um, the twenty eighteen World Championship. Me too. Yeah, I watched that, in and spring. there, there, I believe there was there were point there was a point system in there where a stadium wow. out or like or a survival finish is only worth one point, but if the other Beyblade explodes, you get two points. Oh, nice, or something like that. And then it was first to three, and then a whole tournament thing. Wow, which, yeah, that was that interesting awesome. in, in re- researching this because I thought it was just for uh, like a little kid's t- toy, to be honest. But after re- like in two thousand five, there was a hundred million units sold of this. It's massive. The fact that wow. there are uh, there's a world tournament that's like every year changes. So like the 2012 yeah. one I watched and that um, was in Toronto, I believe, and then oh, like wow. 2018 was in Paris. Like it's massive. Because um, I know like Pokemon has a tournament every year 
sadly not this year, but you know, like yeah. they have a world championship and that's kind of like mm-hmm. their version of like a, a comic con, but everything Pokemon related. Yeah. Um, so it's cool to see that Beyblades has that sort of, you know, broad appeal and it's so big. Is there any element of maybe more in a casual game than if like you knock my Beyblade out, then I have to like give you that. Like um, you, you want it like that's like marbles thing, right? So you knock someone's marble out and then you, I haven't played marbles. Uh, so I have never, no one has ever You're tried not to 90, say that so we played. <laughs> <laughs> no sense. one has ever told me, ah, we were playing for keeps and then tried to take okay, my Beyblade. So okay. I'm sure, I'm sure it's happened. Sure, man, the and back alley Beyblade battle. Yeah, <laughs> but, but that, they're, they're, your Beyblade and your they're not a true blader, you know? They're they don't really have that blader spirit. They don't spirit. have the blader spirit. They're yeah. in it for, for like evil and capitalism. I don't know. It's bad. <laughs> Wait, also, if you, if you <laughs> No good. If you want to complain about evil and capitalism being put in the same sentence, email all complaints nah. to Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> no, nah, I'm alright. Just set that. up a fake, uh, fake Gmail account. But uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Also, so they're, you're called a blader if you play it, and the stadiums are called Bay Stadiums. Is that right? Um, I would kind of just say stadium. I don't know if okay. there's more specifics. I looked. I think it, they're called Bay Stadium. Yeah, Everything I mean, has a name. I would. I. Bay Stadium sounds correct. Yeah, um, yeah Bay Stadium is what shows up on Amazon. Gotcha. Yeah. The interesting thing is that, um, I guess going into sort of the things that I think are cool about Beyblades, um, is that there's some, there was something super, uh, very close to it in the 60s, a game called uh, Battling Tops. They're basically the same thing. It looks sort of like that. Yeah. Where it's kind of got, sorry, I was moving hmm. the mic around. Yeah. Yeah, that's very, yeah. Yeah, yeah very similar. Um, I mean, definitely not as cool. Um, it's also yeah. very much a, a very 60s looking, like, board game. Yeah. Yeah, very I simple, like those. Like, one color cast, plastic. Uh, I assume that's plastic. Yeah, um, and I think the idea is that you spend four out at a time. Uh, um, and, it, each, and you just go with your color. So sort of like, you know how hung, uh, the hippo, what's the Hungry, game hungry hippo. Hungry, hungry yeah. hippos. Um, where it's like you basically just try to get, get as much, but everyone has a separate color. It's sort of like that where everyone starts at the same time. Um, they look kind of similar too. I guess the stadium part yeah. of it looks. The very thing similar. that strikes me about Beyblades is they're like very, very detailed. There's mm-hmm. a lot of tiny details in a Beyblade. I was about to paint. say that. Even the early ones have a lot of like, mm-hmm. like the molding is rather complex in the shape of it. And now I'm looking at them; they've just gotten even crazier than what I remember. Okay, so mm-hmm. I was going to mention that because I think the designs for Beyblades are really cool. Um, but especially, I think they have to sort of do with the design choices of the time. So, like, in the 90s, they were very big, broad, like, solid colors, right? So, like, very close to, like, you know, like, early Pokemon, even, like, Digimon had some of those yeah. bigger, brighter colors. And then, um, as, you know, Beyblades got crazier and they got older it turns into almost like how Yu-Gi-Oh like the had more like uh, yeah. the detailed very... like more like darker colors do we know of any relationship between Beyblades and fidget spinners because they are like I mean they're like they circular things that spin but yeah hmm. uh-huh good question they let seem... me type that in in my computer I don't think so I bet the guy that made fidget spinners was a Beyblades fan I mean going back to what I was saying earlier is like once you invent tops, the next logical step is to make them hit each other. Oh yeah. Because I remember the moment I first mm-hmm. got my hands on two fidget spinners, the first thing I did was spin both of them and make them hit <laughs> each other. Oh. There's yeah. something primal about that. Okay, was the reason that people made yeah. fidget spinners because there were so many people who were like, um, it helps me focus in class. Like 
That was the so, reason. I think that happened. was the real reason for like the first two weeks of them existing. Yeah. Right. But so then it like became well, another thing. Anybody else focus in class when you're like, yeah, before the spinner, there was like the fidget cube, which basically was like it was a it was had the six sides all had different things that were sort of a tactile kind of it was like clicking your pin you had several different options one was like a dial you could spin one was a switch one was a button and so that was actually like a fidget toy for you know clicking your pin you know an alternative to clicking your pin in class or chewing gum you know those kind of fidget things i don't know that the spinner is as much that the only fun i've seen in the spinner is that when you when it's spinning and you turn it, you can kind of feel the momentum change. Other than that, yeah. I don't really Angular think it helps with fidgeting. Rotational inertia. But yeah, I, I totally understand but, what you think, and I like the. Yeah. I think I like the rest, the retro ones the most. Um, the the retro Beyblades. Yeah, I think they look cool. I don't know. Maybe that's just because I like the aesthetic of like the nineties. I, um, I I can understand like I color like, palettes. I feel like some of the newer ones. It was ones. a lot of turquoise. It was a lot yeah. of, you know, purple. Like I like a lot of that. Um, I think there's something to be said for less is more. Well, I, I like the idea of that. It's sort of I mean, going along with like Pokemon mm-hmm. and Digimon and things like that of the '90s, where it was very much based off of like collect them all type toy. Yeah. And Beyblades, um, it's only one of the handfuls of like of those who stayed. Like. Pokemon Digimon is definitely not around anymore that I know of. Um, I mean, like, certainly not really like yeah. right. Yeah. I guess Magic the Gathering, but that's more of like a that's not that's more of an RPG thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like, yeah, but like Beyblades is only one of the handful that have like stayed around. That's a collectible toy. It's been around for that long. Um, but to be honest, I feel like it has a one up on one leg up on Pokemon because it of. Instead of using cards, you're using like actual toys, and then you're doing a physical battle, it's more tactile, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Rather than like it being more of like a role playing game type uh, deal, mm-hmm. which that's just me personally. It's almost like Hot Wheels in terms of the collectibles and like mm-hmm. that being a thing. Um, but yeah, if you go on eBay, it's pretty interesting because the fact that they're still being made all the time and that Beyblades are changing constantly is that if you go on eBay, pretty much. All of them are the same price as they are anywhere else, which is different than like Pokemon cards where you can get like some are worth a lot of money. But mm. there still are some Beyblades that are worth a pretty penny, like a few thousand. Um, but oh. those are like the ones that have been like discontinued and they only made like 10. Yeah. Same wow. with Pokemon cards. Mm. Um, yeah, that holographic Charizard still, uh, still looking for that. Do you have? You no, have I, it? Oh. <laughs> I, I have like a, yeah, no, like an old binder somewhere that has some, but I never had like very exotic Pokemon cards. Yeah, um, we, our friend Bennett, you know him? Um, I don't think so. He, he was a college kid. This is good content. Not, yeah, good content. <laughs> um, no, yeah. so he, uh, so, but he, when the first, the first Pokemon movie came out, yeah. um, they handed out, like, cards to people yeah. in the audience who had a ticket. Um, was and, it the Mew? Like, the, yeah, the ancient Mew? Yeah, and he has, Mew? he yeah, has the that. holographic Mew. Yeah. And he's and that's worth a ton of money now. Uh, hold up, what? Do you have it? Come again? Yeah, I have like five of them. Really? I'm pretty sure they're because they, I think those <laughs> were exclusively so, like given out with the movie. Yeah. So that they're not like they didn't make any others. Did you see that. it five times? I mean, multiple people I mean, going to see yeah, it. Yeah, they're not very valuable. It's okay. I can I can take them. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> 
No biggie. Uh, I'm not gonna sell them. I want. Yeah. I just. Um. I wake up and look at them sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Well, when the new the Ticket Pikachu movie came out, Jonathan and I we saw it. And they were handing out Pokemon cards to everyone in the audience, but we got there late and did not get the cards. And I'm mad about it to this day. I as what well saw that mm. saw that movie. Got a card. I forget what card it was. And I don't know where it is. But Dang it. I remember thinking, I was out to me. I was like, oh man, this place is gonna be packed. We saw it on like opening day or whatever. And me and like two of my friends were three of twelve people in the For movie Detec- theater. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. We were at a packed theater. Yeah. yeah. Maybe and the people behind it, us were either drunk or losing their minds every time <laughs> oh, something happened on screen. Like Mr. Mime showed up and they're like, oh my God. It's funny that we bring up Pokemon cards because literally um, a couple months ago, my brother, who is 27, mm-hmm. texted me about if I still had his old Pokemon cards because recently he's been getting into actually playing the Pokemon card game like competitively. Wow. Okay. Like against friends. Well, this is just a Pokemon podcast now. Um, was <laughs> just, taken over. So the interesting thing about when I was doing yeah. uh, about Pokemon is that the card game came about because mm-hmm. the video game came first and yep. the anime, and it's that um, Nintendo had um, had um, contacted Wizards of the Coast, the people who made Magic the Gathering, mm. and they were like, oh, we want to do the same thing but with Pokemon. So Magic the yeah. Gathering came first, and they were like, we want to do that. Well, it's interesting because with Pokemon, it's really – very much a like now it's less about the video game franchise and more about it's like a merchandising franchise sure oh yeah is like, it still the number like the highest grossing franchise of all time like collectively it is i mean there, you remember yeah. when we went to the pokemon store in, that's right in japan we went to the pokemon and store. and most of that stuff is just like plushies and wallets because yeah they're really capitalizing on the fact that so many of the pokemon are really freaking cute right and yeah, so you can yeah. sell like a, an adorable Pikachu plushie. I guess that and might everyone be a one-up that they have over Beyblades. Yeah, I don't that, know that Beyblades point. are not the cutest. Yeah, plushies. I don't know that I've ever seen uh, like a Beyblades pillow. You can say that to <laughs> my plushes of my Beyblades. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I look, was... it's it's the Beyblades pillow pet. <laughs> <laughs> it's really crunchy in your yeah. <laughs> I was seeing that ancient Mew card that I had going for anywhere between... Nine and twelve dollars on eBay. Oh, really? You're either lying to me, (laughs) (laughs) you're rich, or (laughs) um. Well, I know, especially like if I go to like a game store nearby, and there are people playing Pokemon all the time, Mm -hmm. and I've seen, and I have not yet seen that card. So maybe you just need a good collector. I don't know. (laughs) Um. Well, that's interesting because we're talking about like these collectible things. Because the first episode we ever did was Silly Bands, and that was very much about collectible stuff. But that definitely phased out, because I think that was definitely a demographic just specifically for kids. But I feel like Beyblades and Pokemon are, like, collectible things that kind of branched out. And, then like, that, like it's not just for kids. Um, hmm. And part of that can be, like, from the cute characters. Um, Jonathan and I actually stayed with uh, a family, and the parents of the family were, like, professional Pokemon players. Like, they were huge into it. Hmm. This was overseas. Man, one thing I think is is an interesting difference between Beyblade and Pokemon in, like, the game is that I think it seems to me that there's more strategy involved with Pokemon. Right. And that's one thing that I always found kind of funny about the anime is that there will be, like, a character who has his Beyblade and it's, like, super powerful because it's, like, its tip is off-center and, like, a weird angle. 
And so it bounces around and it's really hard to hit. But then when you actually get that in a physical toy, it just doesn't spin for very long because it's not a good top. Because right. that's not how physics that's works. That's not how physics works. <laughs> but, um, but then, yeah. So in, in that instance, in that, uh, what am I saying? Words are, are very excellent. and I love them. Good at, good at words. But uh, circumstances. <laughs> uh, that train of thought was there. Leave it in. Leave and, it in. <laughs> right. Uh, that there are Beyblades that just are bad. Mm. And then yeah. with the ones that are good, it's, it's just like there's not much actual strategy. In, because the Blader Spirit is, is kind of the most important thing. And it's kind of hard when you don't have right. like the anime hair and all that, which most people in the real <laughs> right. world don't have. So it's kind of well, like the, the physical tops don't. We really appreciate care. you coming in tonight with the anime. Yeah, hair. yeah, yes. I didn't know you could. <laughs> you can't it. see it. We'll, we'll post. We it should on put there. a clearance thing above the door next time. Yeah, yeah. sorry. It's like the trucks at fast food restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> um, no, but it's definitely not for kids, which I think is interesting because I read a New York Times article that came out in 2012. Um, just talking about sort of how Beyblades has just expanded into all these different uh, groups of people. Um, <clears throat> here's a little bit of it. This is a quote from the article. Um, Pilar Becar-Varela, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing the name, is a teacher who lives in Oakland, California, and she said that she had ordered a particularly hard-to-find model from South Korea to make sure her seven-year-old son, Tavi, uh, was well-prepared for battle. And she has become hooked herself, occasionally competing against her husband when her son goes to bed. It's tactile and simple and quick, she says. And there's nothing more satisfying about f- the feeling of pulling that ripcord. So, yeah. Mm. that's If that's why you're playing it is because of the satisfaction you get from uh, pulling the ripcord, then... Let it rip. Let, let it, it rip. rip. Let, it, let rip. it rip. What is let it rip in Japanese? Do we know? Um, I've, well, I've heard go shoot. Go shoot? Uh, go yeah, shoot. I, I was looking into that a little bit uh, while we were talking earlier, and I think it's... Go sh- I think it varies. I think okay. I think that's where the go shoot in the um, the the names of like the Japanese manga and the and the anime come mm. from. Yeah, yeah, right. I think Let It Rip might be. I need. I haven't verified this. I think that might be more unique to um, to the American translation. I was gonna say it yeah, sounds yeah, more yeah. like flatulence, but it does, <laughs> and that's why I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Let it rip, and the, the theme Let song from the anime. <laughs> Just it's like it's like Beyblade, Beyblade, let it rip. That's ah, it's, it's my jam. <laughs> that is my jam. The se- the theme song for the anime is sick. It is. It's good. It's great. We uh, I guess by the time this one comes out, yeah, we already just did an episode on Drake and Josh, and we had mentioned about the Amanda Show theme, and that one's also a banger. Mm. So, uh, no, at one point in the same article from the New York Times, they were uh, um, talking to one of the guy who's a marketing person for it, and he's talking about how it's a playground. It's a playground driven game and it's also sibling driven especially now because um it's like the kids who were playing with it back in the 2000s like their siblings are now getting into it and so they like the siblings can kind of bond over it and with generations um mm. but yeah the fact that it was i mean i didn't see it as much at you know school growing up for me but it was definitely you can understand it being like a trading thing yeah i i when i was first getting into beyblades um, I was actually, I was playing baseball. I think I was probably like, like 10 or something like that. And everyone on my baseball team, You're playing for the Tigers, of them that had, right? had Beyblades. And so they would all like, they'd get the, you know, their base stadium and everyone would shoot their Beyblades into it at the same time. And it was great. And so then I was like, okay, I want to get some Beyblades. 
And your coach is like, what happened to baseball? <laughs> <laughs> You're out there in It's the field. sixth inning. Shut up, coach. You don't have the blader spirit. <laughs> <laughs> we have a full crowd tonight. It's the sixth inning. What are you doing? Yeah, but I guess because... Bader Splarets. Like I said, it's not very easy to play by yourself because of the whole, yeah. you know, timing thing. Which, right. an interesting anecdote. The, the, actually, the first... Um, well, so I got one Beyblade. And Just then, one. Yeah, and that you can't really play by yourself with that at all. But then that Christmas, I was like, okay, I'm going to ask for Beyblades. And so I asked for this, like, set that came with, um, came with Galaxy Pegasus and Meteor El Drago, and they had this stadium, and it was, it was awesome because it had these interchangeable parts with different grooves on the bottom right. that, uh-huh. like, you know, would interfere with the patterns of the Beyblades spinning around. Anyway, okay. and so, uh, yeah, it came with, and it came, so it came with two Beyblades and a stadium, so then I could, like, I could battle with them. It was going to be awesome. And so the you special don't... thing about El Drago, mm-hmm. it's a forbidden bay. It's, and uh, Dark oh, Nebula, no. the secret organization from the anime, was going to use Meteor El Drago to generate infinite energy and ruin the economy, you know, evil and capitalism. Anyway, and um, yes, yeah, so it was the forbidden bay. It's, so it turns counterclockwise, Whoa, which, is, which is a big deal. And that means it has a special launcher. And so you yeah. have to have its special launcher to launch it. And so, cut to Christmas morning, opening my Beyblades, and they forgot to put the launchers in the box. What? <laughs> so now I have three Beyblades, one of which has a launcher, which turns clockwise, and one of which turns counterclockwise. So, so now if I want to battle them, I have to launch one of them, thread the, the little ripcord back through, and then get the other one, and then launch it. And so, I did that, and it was, that was fun. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you don't have friends to play but, with. But, your but your then, siblings were not um, wanting to play. Beyblades well, at this you? point, I I still only had one launcher. Ah. So, oh, but, yeah. but so then you, you, but then they sent me another one. So now I have I have two of each of those Beyblades. So Hasbro only one got back to you and they hooked you up. They did. I got I got a replacement. So that was that was nice. Nice. So I so that's how I got nice. two stadiums. And then, and then later, Wait, they I got didn't a give you one. like just the launcher. They no, gave they you replaced whole, me. They gave me the. They just sent a whole new kit. A whole new set. Yeah. Wow. So Props was, to them. How are we Which, doing on time, by the way? Um, we're good. Okay, we're, sweet. Yeah, we're good. All right. Uh, give me one second. Um, y'all keep talking. Um, but you guys want to talk about the anime? Yeah, I was about to say, Declan, you have watched a fair bit of the anime. Uh, do you want to tell us about what you remember about the plot? And okay, so. Um, I, I realized there's, there's multiple different anime, I believe. Like, there's the original one from, like, 2001 right. or whatever. Okay, it's I'm not kind of sure. like maybe Pokemon, where they have, yeah. like, they renew it for, like, a mm-hmm. different series based on the new yeah. games. Yeah, and, and so I don't really know much about the original one. Okay. But the, I, th- I think it was from, like, ah, this is a shot in the dark, like, 2011-ish or something like that. Okay. Pretty, ah, I could be wrong. Anyway, um, it was Beyblade Metal Fusion. And so... The, which I realize now when I'm in my like nostalgia remembering it, I thought that the whole plot of the anime was like the first 15 episodes. Oh. Because those are the ones that I like binged one time at my grandma's house, I think. Uh huh. But then I've seen little bits and pieces of the rest of it. And so the, the gist of that plot line is um, you got your main character, uh, Kenta. I hope I'm not getting his name wrong because that would be really embarrassing. But uh, Kenta, and then. Um, He's like a babe, he's a blader. He's, he's pretty like young and not super amazing yet. But then this guy comes from out of town with the spiky hair and he like beats everybody and he like rescues Kenta from some bullies. And that's awesome. He's the guy who uses Does he Pegasus. Use a, 
a Beyblade for that, or does he just stand well, up? Well, he beats up their Beyblades, and, then, you, they, and you, then they run away. Are you talking about the pilot? Um, yeah. Okay, so that's the only episode that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one thing I want to talk about. So Hasbro, the company who would bring in America, they were they went all in on the anime as like this is going to be our selling point for the whole show because mm. they also done things like Transformers and mm. other things like that. So they had mm. understood the importance of the cartoon being sort of the thing to get kids into the toys. Um, and so I was reading a little bit also from some other articles talking about um, the anime. And at one point, Cartoon Network was airing new episodes of Beyblades five days per week. So there was a new episode every, every weekday. <laughs> there's a lot. Wow. Yeah, because wow. you were talking earlier about that. There's a lot. No, yeah. There's a ton of episodes. So here's a quote also from the director of marketing for Hudson Entertainment, the people who do the anime. He says, without the inter- animation of the TV show, the toys and the games won't be as successful. We co-promote and coordinate all the time. Boys love to play with these tops, and they also love to play video games, and they also love to watch cartoons. I don't say this is the perfect storm, but it offers everything they love to do in more. Yeah, yeah. Like there I remember oh, 500 yeah. episodes. Dang. Wow. How many, that's okay, a lot of episodes. Real quick, how many does One Piece have? Uh, one Piece has over like a thousand. Oh, yeah. Right? One Piece is that's crazy. that's the one that's like, oh, there's a new se- season every five minutes. Yeah, and they're not even up to date with the manga, which is still not even halfway right, finished. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, so it's interesting yep. in terms of, I did the only episode I watched was the very first one. And, um, yeah, the English translation is very interesting. I don't think it was done by four kids, which is the one <laughs> that did the Pokemon. It's gotten a lot of trouble. That, did, did you know that they, they, they lot, did, they yeah. did one piece? Oh, four kids. Yes. I thought it was Funimation. Um, no one, well, Funimation has a dub for one piece, but, uh, four kids also has a dub for one piece, which is hilarious because one piece is not for kids. <laughs> No, it's, no, it's no, not no, at all. No, and yeah, um, that's that's actually this is this is this is good. Um, one thing I find really funny is just the westernization of anime. Like, there's an episode of Pokemon where they have like rice balls and they're like, "Ooh, jelly donuts!" Yeah, I was about it's to mention hilarious. that. Where they're like eating basically yeah, sushi. Basically and they're like, sushi. Mm, "These jelly donuts are delicious." And, and I'm like, "I think we all know that." <laughs> and and so in the four kids dub of One Piece, since it's like super mature, there's this one guy who like. Always has a cigarette. That's like his kind of thing. And in the four kids dub, they replace it with a lollipop. <laughs> right, right. right. Like, like tons of stuff like that. There's scenes where there's like just violence and they have to take out all of the gore. And it like just the yeah. scenes don't make sense because it's like, wait, he but but is he dead? What's and it's, it's really funny. Yeah. But um, there's there's actually there's a scene from from Beyblades that I think is funny for the like westernization. I don't know. Is there a way for me to show a clip? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if yeah, you want to just it. play it, um, go for it. And we'll, we'll add our, I was our about to own say, description. Um, do you want me to give some context? This is from yeah, episode 10 of Metal Fusion. Episode 10? Okay. Do, do you want me to avoid spoilers? I don't care, just, man. Just no. lay it on okay, us. So, okay, so, J- J- Jenga, <laughs> Jenga, so Jenga Higane, right? He's, the, he's like kind of, the, kind of the big main character mm-hmm. with okay. like, he has, he, has, he has Storm Pegasus, which is like super awesome. And, Jenga not related to the Tower of Wooden Blocks. Um, as far as I know, he's not related to the Tower okay. of Wooden Blocks. Cool. Um, and Dark Nebula, the evil organization that's gonna you know harness the energy. Basically, from, the Team Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Only like, like, big. It's it's. I honestly I haven't watched a ton of Pokemon, but like Dark Nebula is like super high tech. Like, it's, it's anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So there's this in the in I think the second episode. Jenga gets, he's like rescuing, what's his, uh, Kenta from the bullies. And uh-huh. so there's just this gang with like hundred, there's a hundred bay battle. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going a little bit too in depth. 
basically Wait, he makes friends with the guy hundreds of Beyblades. So basically, a hun- this gang of like a hundred bladers, right? Can you they even... ambush? They ambush Kenta yeah. because he like he got his blader points back when they were trying to steal them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't need to go into that. Uh, yeah, so Jenga beats 100 Beyblades like super fast, really. So easy. one wow. Beyblade versus 100. Yes. Okay, can you is imagine? Is it just like ricocheting off all of them? Yes, like, can you, literally. Can you, it looks like it looks like pinball. Yeah, it's it's. it's can you great. imagine like a hundred of your friends and you going to a <laughs> skate park and just that would be amazing. Go in the skate park. That would be pretty dope. Mom, I want to use my skate. Oh, oh. <laughs> come on, Jimmy. We gotta leave. It's not safe here. <laughs> but anyway, one of the bad guys has Rock Leone, which is this like this defense type. Um, okay. And he's like kind of the bad guy at the beginning. Cause he's bullying the, like the little kid, but then, um, they kind of make friends eventually. But at this point, um, is after dark Nebula reached out to Kiyoya, who's the guy with the, with the, the lion one, rock Leone. He reaches out to Kiyoya and is like, you're going to work for me. And then Kiyoya is like, no, but then, um, the other guy, the dark Nebula guy, crap, mm-hmm. what is his name? I, I should have written down all the names. Uh, Doji, okay. Doji. Of course. Um, he 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 beats him in a battle. He beats Kiyoya in a bay battle. So now Kiyoya has to work for him. Right. And I'm so he just. So then he gets yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, then Kiyoya gets in Doji's up. helicopter, and then and then uh, Doji just drops him off in a canyon, and then um, he has to survive in the canyon, and he has to climb out. Yeah. And he like he fights some wolves with his Beyblade, and. <laughs> <laughs> And but he climbs out and it's crazy and now yeah. he's and now he's gonna come and he's gonna be. I Jenga. know that you basically okay. sound like Charlie Kelly from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> so and how and big is a Beyblade in the anime? So it's like that big. So They're he's fighting same. off wolves. Oh but, no no no! <laughs> Sorry, Rock Leone can make like a tornado. Okay. And so it was also it was mostly okay. the blader spirit, and he like and he he's just staring. He's just I, I, I forgot about the blader spirit. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. It's it, it's okay. How could you forget? And so that? he's basically Foolish. like staring down these wolves, and then they're like like, Rrr, and then and then Kiyoshi's like, Rrr, and then they're like, <laughs> and then and then he then he that's it. He wins. Does he even does he even spin his Beyblade? Yeah, his Beyblade. He launches his Beyblade, and then he's like, Rrr, and then that's the how wolves. he kind of like gets into the mood. To Wait, are you still wolves. setting up the clip? I'm still setting. Oh up the my clip. gosh. <laughs> I, okay, so so Kiyoya comes out of the explanation. Also has Kiyoya climbs sense. out of the he climbs out of the the canyon, right. and then Joji comes picks him up, and he's like, "You're ready." And then he takes him to go beat Jenga. Okay. And there's a bunch of backstory between Jenga and Dark Nebula. Don't need to get into that. We'd be here for a <laughs> oh, while. Oh, please do. Yeah, um, I can I can maybe go into it. But, okay, no, 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 no. Let's just keep going. Basically, Kiyoya and Jenga are fighting, and it's a big deal because. Uh, Kiyoya kidnapped Sagittario, which is Kenta's <laughs> Beyblade, and he's gonna draw. What is happening? Okay, it's 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 crazy, and so Doji is in his like m- evil mansion, and he's watching a live stream of the battle where he's gonna see Jenga Hagane lose, and it's gonna be awesome. He's gonna win, and he's gonna be like evil wins the day, and so he's just sitting there, and that's that's the clip. Is there? They're like this is like middle of the fight. See if this is the right clip. I'm mm, mm. exquisite. Are they eating? Most delicious. Eating a pepperoni pizza with a knife and fork <laughs> is so much more civilized than eating with one's hands. 
And this orange juice is, uh... It's in a champagne glass. <laughs> a perfect compliment to the tangy tomato sauce. May I present today's main course? Yeah, and so yeah, the main course Wonderful. is the live stream of the uh, of the, of the bay battle. Absolutely delectable. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Oh my So, so that's how they. That's like evil. Doji's evil because he eats pepperoni pizza with a knife and fork. With a knife and fork. Because yeah. he's he's not just evil. He's the sophisticated I, evil. And and he drinks orange juice out of a champagne glass. Dude. I greatly appreciate all the backstory. That was incredible. <laughs> now, is that one of those English translations that's like he's definitely not eating a pizza? Oh, he's not. He's not. It's like it's like juice. it's like roast lamb or something weird like that. I don't even remember. Oh. I actually yeah, I thought I when saw I was like watching that, I was like, okay, I need to go watch this with the that's subtitles. I forget what it actually was though. Yeah, send that the clip to us because I'll definitely yeah. put it on social media. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you know who also eats pizza with a knife and fork? Our current president. <laughs> If you have any other questions about <laughs> evil and c- capitalism and our friends, email Jonathan Snowdy. At- <laughs> this one's really getting away from us. Uh, uh, <sighs> no, so I want to talk a little bit, I guess, since the English translation. I don't think it was for kids, but it's definitely interesting. But the English okay. translation and other translations changed the main character's names, uh, just from the ones I watched. So the main character in Japan is named uh, Takayo uh, Kun- uh, Kunomiya. Which is interesting because he has the same given name as the creator, the creator. of Beyblades, right? Um, the English version is Tyson Granger. <laughs> so the whole time they're screaming at him like Tyson, <laughs> and also he dresses at the very beginning very eerily similar to Ash Ketchum, hmm. like backwards baseball cap, sort of like a Dean, like a Gene De- denim, like cutout uh, jacket. Ve- vest jacket, yeah. Uh, also, there's a character who's uh, in Japan was named Hiruta. Uh, the English version of his name is Carlos. Um, <laughs> if this does not uh, <laughs> make this feel more like the 90s. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. English version of his name is Carlos is a sentence that I. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say was his original name? A, uh, Hiruta. <laughs> oh, I can see the resemblance now. Yeah. Well, if you have, if you don't uh, speak Japanese, you, that's the translation. Uh, he was shaking yeah, his that's head how when you, he said that. Um, oh, can you explain what bit beasts are? Bit beasts. So essentially, from what I can understand, it's like the the animal or like the thing that lives uh, inside the Beyblade. Is that correct? Um, I in in the part of the anime that I have seen, I have not heard them referred to as bit beasts. But there definitely is an element of like the kind of the thing that the Beyblade is. So like the main character's one is Pegasus, and so when he's getting beat up, he's like, "Oh no, Pegasus is losing feathers," and then it shows the shot of like this glowing white Pegasus, like. And then, like, feathers right. are fluttering down. I'm pretty sure okay. that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. make that sound just one more time so we can get that? <laughs> All right, perfect. Yeah, um, that's our new intro. We found <laughs> No more theme song. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay, I'm on the Beyblade fandom dot wiki dot whatever right Yeah, now. yeah. I'm on wiki how. The, the Beyblade Encyclopedia. WebMD Web describes a be- <laughs> beast. <Not> edu. <laughs> so if, they if, are, you're, um, if your Pegasus is losing feathers, make sure you give it a, a, a hearty helping of Bill Later spirit every morning. <laughs> so essentially, um, a bit beast is a yeah. mystical entity that inhibits the Beyblade. Inhibits or inhabits? Inhibits. Inhibits. Is what it says. I wonder if that's a typo. I'm not kidding. It says inhibit. You want me to pull it up? Dude, I mean, Whatever nine-year-old wrote that, they could be inhibiting right. each other's Beyblades from winning the fight. 
This is why it's not the actual. It inhibits. Yeah. That inhibits. The I'm, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb and guess that they might have meant to say inhabit. You know what? Is you, you might be right. Um, if you wrote that entry and you're listening to this, go uh, edit your work. Yeah. Send an email to. Send an email. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of emails after this episode. Um, not to change my to name. a fake well, email address. Because kind of goes into sort of like the naming of them, because I because mm. a lot of the Beyblades are named for like astrological signs. Yeah, yeah. Or there's mythical like Pegasus. Animals. I think there's a Virgo. Yeah, I have a list. Sagittarius as well. I have a list of them. Yeah, Capricorn. A few names that. Yeah, so like there's um, like Storm Aquario, Storm Pegasus. There's uh, a Flame Libra. There's Poison Serpent. So they have uh, a Tornado uh, Herculeus. So very Greek, very based off of like elements, trying to build them together. Um, which is interesting because in the same New York Times article that I mentioned before, um, there's one Galaxy Pegasus, the one that you had. Mm-hmm. A teacher actually used an elementary school to help teach kids about um, astronomy and mythology. Hey. So they're mm-hmm. using Beyblades in the classroom as a way to you know build it in. The, the, like, the origin myth of Pegasus works a little better when it's like a small top when it like because you know they cut off medusa's head and then a pegasus comes out i think <laughs> i think the galaxy, right? i, think I the, love I, that you I know that off the top of your that's, head that's incredible well at least it's not like out of my neck after being decapitated i think the galaxy pegasus <laughs> looks sweet You're still i think going with so this. going back to oh, the really cool. uh, oh, yeah like with like the cool like symbol I think it looks really cool. Yeah. yeah. And and awesome. on I can clearly see the And then there's like that's the, the symbol influence. on like Jenga's forehead band. Oh yeah, really? Okay. There's like it's like a Pegasus. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay. So yeah, so there's a craze in some uh elementary schools and it was cool to see that like some of the classrooms um uh it had it kind of embraced Beyblades as a teaching tool, um, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um I didn't have a ton about the anime, but I mean we pretty much went into enough well, detail. I, I have a clip from the anime. That I would like to share with you. Yeah, go for it. Can um, Declan give us a backstory of the? Um, I wonder. Do, I wonder if I know if because maybe I, you do because it is from the one that you've seen, the Metal Fusion season uh, one, who, episode thirteen. I so I've probably I, se- I think I've I've seen that one. I think that this clip is um, going to be better without any context. So I guess I perhaps I can give context afterwards. Sure. We'll, if we'll you see. know, we'll it. see you know if I know clip. if I know context. I so mean. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this and um, and I'll do my best to describe some of what's happening for our listeners, um, because there's there's very much there's a visual thing that I want you guys to get here. Um, Cut to Moses parting the Red Sea with a Beyblade. Yes. And using a Beyblade to destroy the Egyptian army. So that's canon then. That's canon. (laughs) Wow. So Moses. Moses. From the Bible. Not only parted the Red Sea with a Beyblade, he killed the Egyptian army with a Beyblade. Um, One Beyblade. That's crazy. Wow. Declan, 
Do you have anything to to add on top of that? Supplement. I know that's um, maybe hard to follow up, but Blader Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I guess I can. I guess I can. Uh, I guess I could explain it because uh, I might as well just uh, top it all off. Um, as as the one of the top comments of that video says, Jesus died for our spins. <laughs> oh, I was about to say something about the Father, Son, and the whole and I was the gonna, Spirit. I was <laughs> say, the Blader Spirit. I was going to say my favorite comment is the one that says, "Oh, so the ancient Egyptians played Yu-Gi-Oh and the Hebrews played Beyblades." That's where the main conflict was. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, died for spins. <laughs> died for. I that's think good. Jer- I was like, that's Jared good. Better like that. <laughs> um, I guess a few <laughs> other notes. Um, so at one point, um, as in, I think this was to promote. They had one anime movie, or it might have just been to promote part of the show. Is that uh, Beyblades had an album? called Beyblades Let It Rip, the official album. And this was a record that was composed of songs from the show, including the theme song that we all know and love, along with several pop songs from the 2000s that had no relation to Beyblades at all, but just somehow made it onto the CD. Uh, Some of those include um, movies by Alien Ant Farm, uh, so a lot of, like, 2000s punk. And, of course, um, How You Remind Me My Nickelback is on this album, (laughs) is on the official uh, Beyblades album. Hmm. So there's nothing better than playing uh, Beyblades and then all of a sudden just hearing, Never little this last man. Look at this Beyblade. <laughs> Nickelback and Beyblades. If that's oh. not just like the essence of 2000 right oh, there. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, already, wrong. I do have the, uh, the Pokemon first movie soundtrack is just a who's who of like turn-of-the-century pop artists. There's a bunch of those it's albums. Incredible. Like the Space Jam one. It's got a yeah. bunch of artists. Um, I know the Digimon movie ends with All-Star by Smash Mouth. So pre-Shrek, mm. the credit song. Is yeah. that, is that they confirmation the of the same universe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all the comments are like, oh, Digimon <laughs> and Shrek are in the same universe. Yeah, um, yeah and the thing with like the, the theme songs is, have, you know how they, they have like American, tra- or American, English translations. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Howdy, y'all! This is Beyblades, <laughs> and like, I wish the anime still did that because there's not you don't get like, en- yeah. like English theme songs anymore. Yeah, it's all just a bunch of independent YouTubers who translate <laughs> it for fun. Yeah, what if "How You Remind Me" by Nickelback was the was the theme song? Um, <laughs> is that not the? Great- I, I like the idea that so you were going funny. where it was almost going to be like a bluegrass theme. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down to Beyblades. Um. Well, the devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for no, a bay I. To steal. I just for, yeah. Oh my god! You gotta hold the hostage so that you can you can beat the protagonist. You know? <laughs> oh, but I, so the bay, we were talking earlier about the Beyblade World Champions and how they were you know all over the place. But I went to watch. Uh, I think it was the 2012 Toronto um, Beyblade World Championships and thinking like, okay, this is gonna be big. It has nine over nine million views on YouTube. Like, it's huge. What? Yeah. So, like, Beyblades is, is massive. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it took place inside a shopping mall. Because um, <laughs> they're just kind of, like, on next to a food court. Just having the, like, world competition. Um, it's hosted by a very, like, kind of monotonous guy. And he's like, here, we're here at the 2012 Beyblades competitions. 
and let's see what we can find. And then he like the camera pans and there's a slide right there and he just goes down the slide. <laughs> but it's a tube slide, so it's just like Wow, wasn't that fun? <laughs> I definitely prefer seeing a Beyblades competition in my mall compared to like a massage chair. <laughs> I mean, like I definitely <laughs> choose. Well, I mean, why don't? Why do they have to be separate? <laughs> they didn't have it right in, in a brookstone. <laughs> Are you saying that like they they like lay down on a table yeah, and, and then someone he, like releases them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying. I think that's a new business you got. Yeah. The the best part of the whole video is at one point they brought in some break dancers for the Beyblade competitions and they're bad. <laughs> oh, they they're just like, hey kids, they don't spin watch on their me. head. I think one does run a into f- each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin fell down. That's he's uh, he's done. An interpretive <laughs> dance about Beyblades. <laughs> if, uh, now I want to try and do a Beyblade, Beyblade cosplay. As a Beyblade. <laughs> As a Beyblade. And then, like, spin on my head. <laughs> Woo! Um, you should have some sort of, um, something you can, like, like, a, like almost like a spinning office chair or stool. Yes! And kind of, like, bring your legs up and just spin freely. That is a good idea. And then somebody else can dress up as the, like, the bit spirit thing, and then, like, I'm seeing, yeah. I'm seeing four people. So you have two bladers, you know, two people cosplaying as bladers, two people cosplaying as blades, and they kind of push you into each other, and you just kind of... Smack into each other. Um, I think you probably get banned from that convention. I think, like, <laughs> I think that's you, the fun you, of it, right? You, 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 you both of you should do it. <laughs> we should do it. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'm down. So the other, the other, la- the final thing I had was that I found a video on YouTube with um, th- over three million views, okay. and it was these two guys who um, pl- who made a Bay Stadium on a frozen lake, and they played uh, Beyblades on a frozen lake. I wow. thought that was that is pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, this kind of gives you an idea of what it looks like. Yeah, so oh, they can just, they can bounce back and forth. I think it's sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> well, here on Most Extreme Podcast, we uh, normally we have a we always have a gift for our guest. So Aww. hang on one second. Keep talking. It's a plastic bag. <laughs> I have always wanted a Brett. plastic bag. <laughs> it's Nickelback. Yeah. Come on out, guys. <laughs> Nickelback's greatest hit. No, uh, this is the only thing I find on Target, but we got you a Beyblade. That is amazing. Holy cow. Yes. Describe it to us, Declan. Um, I'm trying to find the name. Where? Well, it is, it's red and yellow. Which is my favorite combination of colors. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was a complete coincidence. No, Brett yeah. knew that. He planned it before. He planned it. And where is the the name of this Beyblade? Okay, I, the price tag's on there. I understand. <laughs> Four thousand dollars for a Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> You're a special guest, man. Yeah. Uh, I. This is awkward because I can't read. Oh, you um, can't read. You want yeah. me to read it? Oh, like fifty cent. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this this is one of the the Beyblade bursts, Apologies which to 50 can explode. <laughs> He's the guy at the beginning in the car, like I told you, it's not for the rim. I'm dying to be told about the uh, Beyblade burst. Tell me um, so they can like explode. So in in the the latest oh, so the, the latest world like, tournament, if they like hit each other in that way, you mean, you mean they, the like, parts separate? The parts separate. Yes, they're not actually explosive. 
Um, <laughs> I like the idea that it, it explodes. It is, and you can only well, use that, it once. Yeah, that yeah. Beyblade is done now. Make it, worth it, it. it does say Aiden up, so they probably, I mean, they can handle explosives. Uh, sorry, Jared. Beyblade but. used self-destruct. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but which, yeah, the, if, you, uh, if you manage to make your, uh, the other person's Beyblade explode, I believe you get more points in the tournament. Nice. Oh. So sometimes that can push you over even if you don't have more wins than the other person to qualify. Sweet. Yeah. Incredible. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, um, yeah, this was awesome. It's been if, a blast. Uh, anyone else have any final thoughts? No. Let okay. it rip. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it all. Okay, sweet. Well, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Please follow us on our uh, social media, uh, on Twitter and Instagram with the um, username uh, Most Extreme Pod. And if you have any questions about anything we talked about... <laughs> I know I don't. <laughs> Please email us at mostextremepod at gmail.com. Um, I would give a tease for the next episode. Other than I can only say it will be a spooky one. I'll not say that much. But yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Thank Thanks you. for listening. Bye. 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 Leave it in. Goodbye. Yeah, leave, leave it in. It in. Leave it in. <laughs> uh.